welcome back to the Embody Your Wild podcast. Um, <sighs> this episode is all going to be focused on and around perfectionism being the killer of creativity. And I find this topic really interesting because in a previous part of my life, perfectionism was so deeply rooted. Um, And anything that I didn't deem as being perfect was complete failure. And it's been over the past, mm, probably say, four or five years that I've really untangled that that belief, that story and it's something that I find really interesting in the work that I offer and the work that I share because the work that I am rooted in is full feminine and the feminine is pure chaos she is messy Um, and that gets to be so beautiful when we allow ourselves to be okay with the mess with the chaos And I've said this in many different forms, in many different ways, over over the previous podcasts. Um, I'm sure it's something that I I believe is very true, is that we we live in a society that prides itself on perfectionism or striving for perfectionism and yet we can never reach it. It's this unreachable thing that we're all striving towards and in truth it doesn't exist. Perfection is a man-made, a human-made, man-made term. It's not, it's something that we've created, this concept that we've created, it doesn't exist. Life is not neatly packaged. and that's how it's meant to be. Uh, that's Life is not neatly packaged and that's how it's meant to be. Yes, I did say that right. <laughs> um, and I think it's so important for us. And I, as I said, in this work, it's something I come across a lot within my client space is stepping into a container is like, it has to be, there's this, this, this grasping to it has to be a certain way and that need for it to look and feel and be a certain way to have been successful um and it do- this work doesn't work that way um when we are working with what is true we have to actually be with what is as opposed to what we're striving for or what we're look uh, looking for in the future it has to be completely with what is in the now and that is messy. Like, when we think about how we as humans have repressed our emotions because they don't fit into a nice tidy box, 
um, they express in their own ways, they are in essence messy, especially the more challenging ones. Um, and we hide away from that because outwardly and inwardly it doesn't quote-unquote look um, how we perceive things should be Um, and in striving for perfection of being the perfect human, the perfect mother, the perfect business owner, the perfect artist, anything the perfect insert whatever it is for you we kill our creativity we kill we suffocate what is actually there for us um because we're in avoidance of what is because maybe it's something that we're not ready or we don't feel like we have the capacity to hold and so we shy away from it and we push it down and we hide it we pop it into the shadows for fear of being seen in that way for fear of being heard for fear of being witnessed by others but also by ourselves I think a huge piece of this is we there's always this thing around um, others seeing us a certain way and that you know when we're stepping into our power, into our wisdom, into our truth, there's always this, oh, but I don't know how, how if I can handle being seen in that or being witnessed by others in that or being heard speaking my truth. But there's also this piece of, can you actually see yourself in those moments of being seen, stepping into your power, stepping into your truth? You know, we always look very external, but can you actually hold yourself through that? And you know, there may that may be a no, and that's okay, because it doesn't mean it's a no forever, it just means that it's a process that you have to go through. And a lot of the work, like the, the work I share and the way that I feel is so important for us to work, Um, when we're doing the inner work, is slowly, and shifting away from the rushing, the forcing, this outward, I need to be this way, I'm, I'm just gesticulating with my hands, so I don't know if it's picking up on the, um, (laughs) on the recording, but I'm realising, as I'm kind of easing into, um, recording these podcasts and getting more comfortable with it I'm kind of noticing how I speak normally when I'm teaching and guiding and seeing how it kind of like transfers over to the podcast so if you can kind of hear movement in the background um, that is what it is my hands are moving as I'm talking Um, (laughs) side note Um, and what I yeah so what I yeah what I'm seeing is I've lost my trail of thought now but that's okay is that we have to also find our way with seeing ourselves in these spaces it's not just the external front that we have to get comfortable with being chaotic in our truth and messy in how our journey unfolds whatever that journey is for you but 
also meeting that within ourselves and really seeing it, feeling it and embodying that imperfection, the the realness of being human, the reality that of what is for you in any given moment. And as always, you don't have to like what's there, but you have to be okay with what's there. And it's a subtle difference, you know, we don't have to be in full love of our reality. If it's something that we're going through and it it's more on the challenging side, how can you just be okay? Just be in acceptance of acknowledgement of what is in the imperfection. And circling back to perfection being a killer, a suffocator, and I use these words, like, they're, they're strong words within the language, within our language, and I'm very much aware of that, and I chose these words um, because it's, it, there's truth in it. If you find yourself stuck um, on your path, whatever that is, maybe you're waiting for the perfect time or for something to look a certain way, um, for you to be ready, um, then you are stopping yourself because you're waiting for the perfect moment. And there is a piece around, um, you know, being ready. And by that is, this is, I find this one really, real subtle one, because what can happen is your nervous system may not be ready. And, you know, that's okay. But what are you doing in the process of getting yourself prepared? But you could also, on the flip side of that, be ready that you are ready, but you're in avoidance. Um, So these two things are really subtle and you have to sit down, you actually have to be really straight with yourself and be like, okay, the truth is I'm in full avoidance here because I'm scared. I'm scared it's going to be messy. I'm scared I'm going to be rejected. I'm scared I'm going to have to see myself in this and others are going to have to see me too. I'm scared because it I don't know what it's going to turn out like. There's there's not a, a final destination. I can see where I want to go, but I actually don't know what that's going to look like. And I think that can also be a real kind of tipping point for people in like whether they choose to step into what they're kind of calling in because the unknown is scary, but the feminine is the unknown. She is full mystery. There is no way of knowing how anything is going to turn out in life in general um, and we're kind of like led because to believe that because we have this idea that there are certain milestones that we have to meet in life like you're a child you're a teenager you'd get your I'm talking obviously from a, a UK point of view you get your GCSEs maybe maybe you get your A levels maybe you go to university from there you get a nice little job or you have a little bit of traveling after uni then you go get your job then you meet someone then you get your house then you get married you know the drill and we have these milestones that we again quote unquote um should meet or are meant to meet um to be deemed as 
successful within society but if that those don't bring you joy and you're like okay I have no idea where I want to go what my life's going to look like sometimes it can bring you into like a hide or a flight or like a freeze response where you like and just feel stuck here because I don't know where I'm going I don't know what it's going to look like I want it to look this way and there's this gripping onto how you feel it should look like and the reality is what you feel like it should look like or what you want it to look like is is grasping onto something that that suffocates what can it doesn't create the space for what actually wants to come through when we have this tunnel vision focused on what we want something to look like we don't have there's no space for like miracles to happen um there's no space for life to happen when it's very kind of tunnel vision ego driven even if it's not like ego driven in the fact that maybe ego is not the right word but like mind driven where it's like I want to go here this is it it's very kind of linear thinking um we close off to the subtleties the twists the turns the teachings because we're so focused on the end goal and what we want that to look like life is a mystery we can deny it and we can pretend for as much as we want but the truth of the matter is it is here to open you more to what is in front of you the next steps don't need to be clear they don't need to be known this is where we need to really release what is uh, what our perception of what it should be is and soften into what is here now and this is it's a process this a to b linear thinking this this need for perfectionism stifles what actually wants to come through and one thing I find really important for this work and just this field in general is like a, a really beautiful example is you create a program or a so okay I'll go with my breathwork circles so I've been running these breathwork circles for over a year now um these breathwork circles are in person they are based in Sheffield Manchester from next year 2023 um, Derby 2023 also and Matlock in Derbyshire from 2023 just FYI they're beautiful um, and when I first started running them I had everything written down um, I'd been running breathwork circles online for a while um, due to the pandemic and these were the first circles that I was running in person so I needed a structure I needed to have a bit of a plan however there is a point where you get to when you realize that actually what you need is just a framework 
everything else that wants to come through will come through. When, for example, what I was finding whenever I had that structure in the first few sessions is I would check in with everyone within the group to see where they're at and actually what I'd prepared, like journal prompts and discussion points, weren't actually true to what the energetic field and the shares that had come into the space from the actual participants. Now if I had had my blinkers on and been like no this is the way that this has to happen because I've organised it this way and this is how it's meant to be then the chances are people will not receive what they actually need from the space. So instead what you can do is you have this beautiful beautiful framework where you have the spaciousness to allow what is true in the energetic field and the space and the space to serve those who are who are there now there's never been a time where um there's never been a time within these spaces where um what was I going to say? It's gone. I think never. there's never been a time within these spaces where um, I have had to lean back onto some journaling questions or anything like that, that's what I was going to say, and kind of like fall back onto the um, full framework or full structure. I've actually completely... Um, I think as well because I've been running them for so long and it's so embedded and like it's it's an embodied experience for me that they tend to run reasonably fluidly. Um, Sometimes I forget some things and my amazing support um, Sally always jumps in to be like you've forgotten to do that and I'm always like thank you Sally. Um, But essentially we have to be open to what is and when you are so focused on creating something that is so rigid and so structured that you actually squash the feminine the creativity the mystery the unknown that actually wants to come through um we all need structure, there always needs to be a framework if we're looking at this from like a energetic point of view, the masculine is there to hold the space, the masculine is the structure, it is the linear, but if there is too much of that, then we kind of kill the creativity because it's too rigid. Same goes for the feminine, the feminine is the creativity, the fluidity, the flow, the expression, um, too much of that and not enough um, of the framework of the structure is just it's too chaotic so you have to find this balance and this this for me is this dance almost between perfectionism and creation is perfectionism can just become even like removing that word completely you can have the container of what it is you want to create or where you want to go but you are also open to life and how it actually wants to serve you 
because life is here to serve you and that's not in an in an egoic way but it is it's always here to serve your highest good and that is through the experiences that you receive the teachings you receive through living fully in in what is here so it's that fine balance of like removing the rigidity removing the linear thinking opening the container of what it is that you are calling in you are wanting to create what direction you are wanting to go into but then allowing life the energetic frequencies the flow what is true to actually be the guiding force within your life that is the medicine that we all have at our fingertips at any one time and how we learn to hold ourselves through that is a whole like different different ball game different podcast um and it is it's an art form it's it's no it's in the noticing of what what is going on what is true your patterns your te- your techniques no it's not the right word um like whether you're in avoidance whether you you have like different attachment styles like and how you you historically have met the parts of like life parts of how you hold yourself through it or maybe you don't hold yourself maybe there's this collapse and it's starting to ease your way through and learn how to hold yourself and hold more (sighs) I love that (laughs) not gonna lie I felt that felt really that felt like a something really true in this and I feel like this like this has also been such a huge part of my journey um and sometimes it still is you know I'm human and I really feel like sometimes these patterns and these stories do come back you know but we actually have to start to learn how to hold them and not like reject them when they do return in their little ways and hold them in compassion but still choose to lead life in the new way and that that's the balance that is what it is this is what we're we're all kind of moving towards and working towards is is learning to hold those parts of ourselves that we actually really just want to get rid of they're really inconvenient but actually the reality is we want need to hold them we need to nurture them Uh, not nurture them so they grow but nurture them in the in a loving and compassionate way and honoring the humanness and the chaos and the fact that life doesn't have to look a certain way for it to be successful but to be okay with what it is to be as you are and allow that to be a really holy really spiritual experience Hmm. okay so i'm going to close up here i really hope that this has been supportive for you and that you have received something from this 
Um, there's a couple of ways at the moment that you can work with me and there's also a couple of ways that are coming out in the new year, so 2023, that has a waitlist open which I'll pop everything in the show notes for you. So my breathwork circles, um, they are still in Sheffield so I have transitioned to only one breathwork circle in Sheffield, UK, um, a month and from early next year 2023 we're also heading to Manchester in the UK, Derby and Matlock. I'll pop a link for you to um, have a little look at them. If you are not in the area but you are curious about um, rebirthing breathwork, if this is something that you are curious about, it's been on your radar or you've seen me speak about it on my social media channels before, um, then there's a couple of ways online that you can get involved and the first one is one-to-one. So I offer five session and ten session packages for one-to-one. These are online, they are also, I can offer these in person if you are uh, in the area. So just have a little look at the link um, and then get in touch if you're wanting the in-person option also. If you are a space holder, a facilitator, a guide, healer, yoga teacher, anyone who holds space for people, I have a really beautiful membership for people who hold space to have their space held. Now this is a rebirthing breathwork um, membership. There are four live sessions each month so they're live only and I do this for a reason two reasons actually it it brings some accountability to you because I think when things are recorded there's this um, sometimes uh, not fully committed so I've shifted this I, it, it used to in the very early days of the Earth, uh, Earth Keepers membership. It did. I did used to record it, but it just never sat true. So I've shifted that, and it is now. It's four live sessions, so essentially one a week. And this is fifty five pounds a month with six month option and a twelve month option as well to sign up, and they're a little bit discounted. Um, and then finally, my one to one. My one to one three five or ten month containers are open for application so this is so this is my depth mentorship and it is the most intensive way to work with me this is a this is a journey into you into your power into your truth, into your wisdom, through body, through breath, and through the support of the Earth's medicines. So these start with um, 30 days of microdosing to really open up your channel, the container for what wants to come through, and then we use the support of embodiment and breath work 
and alchemical practices to support your integration um, and support your nervous system into awakening to all that is wanting to come through you this lifetime. So those are the the main ways that you can work with me at the moment. Um, All the links are pop in the show notes. And then finally, early 2023, I'm opening up a, uh, a couple of group containers around microdosing so there'll be a slight there'll be a longer one there's going to be a 12 week program and a six week program the wait list is for both um as in you will be no, you will be notified of the information for both um and then you get to choose whichever one feels more aligned for you um the three month one is going to be a real deep dive and is a little bit of a it's essentially the group a group container based on my one-to-one container um and then the six week one will be um mother mushroom which is the program i've been running over 2022 which is a six-week guided microdosing journey to support you through your microdosing experience and oh yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful um i'll leave but yeah i will pop everything in the show notes and then if you have any questions you can send me um a message over instagram at i am jasmine chu thank you so much for joining it's been really beautiful to share this topic with you and i really hope it's been a support